you are the podcast master. It's I'm... about to get cheesy. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's, it's okay, about though. to get romantic after I eat this cracker. After you stop shoving your face full of food. Here's the thing. I don't even care if it gets cheesy because uh, I feel like we should put the statement out right now that if you're sick of uh, Instagram being flooded with like super lovey, emotional, cheesy posts, then just go ahead and hit that unfollow button because it's about to get worse. I'm that's, what I, like, that's what I said when I started like seeing our wedding pictures and stuff like that, I'm like, O-M-G. people hate happy love. They're going to hate us <laughs> so like, bad. Yeah. They're literally going to hate our posts for the next, I don't know, hundred years. So I'm glad sorry. you said hundred years. I, I didn't know where you were going to go with it for the next couple of weeks or whatever, because <laughs> everybody keeps saying, Oh yeah. Enjoy it now while the honeymoon, you know, you're in the honeymoon stage. Let me tell you something. I married somebody that I think I'm going to stay in the honeymoon phase with for the rest of my life. Like it's all about mindset. If you say crap, if you say to yourself like, Oh, this is only going to be like three months, then it is only going to be three months. But if you want to live your life happy and grateful and feeling blessed forever, you will. It just sunk in. I just, when I just said I married the person I'm going to, Stay in the honeymoon phase with. We're married, y'all. It's been a week. Today. Today. Oh. So happy anniversary. Yeah, happy anniversary. We made it. We we we, we made it. <laughs> Here's made to it all the people week. that said we'd never make it. Shake them haters off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't. Like, it's still crazy. Um, a lot to kind of dive into in this episode. I want to talk about the wedding and and everything that. People just keep thinking now that we eloped, that we just randomly decided one morning that let's go get married. I would like to say that a lot of planning and thought went into this, but it was, it did, but it didn't like it. We didn't run off and elope. Just we didn't wake up one day and say, Hey, let's just get married today. It was planned, but it was super simple, very stress-free. There was just the way we wanted it. Some planning and some thought, but. It was way more of just, I think, following God's direction because uh, he stepped in several times and kind of changed our minds on a few things. Well, when we got engaged, you know, we, we had the conversation about wedding and I told Matt right away, he knew even before we got engaged, I wasn't the girl that dreamed her whole life of this magnificent wedding and had you know all this planned and horse-drawn carriage and all this stuff like I wasn't that girl I didn't want a wedding and see, I'm like, I always thought that was just like what I had to do you know I mean I, I assumed that would be the thing but and I I told him I'm like let's go to the courthouse let's just run off even let's go to Vegas I don't like simple just you and I let's go and I said time out <laughs> there's some things that that Maybe I'm the bridezilla in this relationship. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I'm okay with that. No, there was there was a couple of things, you know, like like having a very very small amount of family there. I mean, there was yeah. I mean, the there was rings. definitely some conversation, and when we kind of started talking about logistics, and you know, I'm like, we're so blessed with so many people that would love mm-hmm. to come to this wedding. Where, like, who do we invite? Like, where do we draw the line? And it got to where it was like, I think you realized, wow, you're right. Like, 
this is going to be tough picking a day and a location that all of these people could get to, especially during COVID and work season and things like that. It was like almost impossible. And then we started really talking about all of these plans and things we were making were for everybody else. Mm -hmm. And we had a discussion about, you know, this is about us. And so we quickly were like, well, where do we draw the line? And I was like, me and you. <laughs> so. and, and we say it all the time. And, and I've had people come up since in the last week or message me or come find us in wherever we were at and say, it's really cool because you guys always talk about making the relationship about you guys and focusing on you and being selfish. And, you know, you guys, you guys really did that in your wedding. And it's like, you know, we kind of had to remind ourselves that this relationship is about us. The wedding is about us and and nobody else. And and where do you draw that line? Because for all the people we wanted to be there, we would have had to rent out AT and T Stadium. Yeah, for, I mean, it, for the friends that that we wanted to be there. And we're so so thankful for that problem. I mean, that's not we're not complaining about that at all. Reality though is the people that actually wanted to come, we probably could have fit in the car. <laughs> <laughs> we we wanted all these people to to share it with us, but you know, we that's part of it too. Uh, I hate to invite a bunch of people and they not show up. No. Yeah, no, but I mean. Yeah, and so we just decided, let's just make it small. About and, and and originally the plan was in the pasture behind our house where we got engaged by the barn. That's where we spend all of our time. That's Which where we I think would have been spectacular. Yeah, and and I was like, okay, let's you know, I'm moving forward on this. I'm like, okay, thinking about you know all of the things that go along with that until until Matt ruins it. I I mean, and it was like. I don't know, in March that you brought this up and I'm like... No, I think it was February. Okay, February. February. I'm talking about all these plans and I'm like, okay, it'll Time be out. perfect. Okay, I, I just, I just want to I wanna preface this by saying like, we really had planned on doing it in front of the barn, exact right where we got engaged because the very small guest list we had decided on I, and I'm picturing the white chairs out in the field <laughs> in front of the barn. Then I'm, See, I'm, I'm picturing no chairs. Well, I mean, yeah. but no, no, no. Know, I for, know for everybody that's going to be there. You know, I'm picturing it, cleaning that space out. And in my mind, the whole time, I'm thinking, man, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be perfect. And then I hit you with a question one day that was, he said, "What's your plan if it rains?" And it was no, like, hang on, hang on, because it wasn't a what's your plan? I had a plan and I had already said we need to have cousin Sammy build a gazebo type thing just in case it rains. Like, well, I'll have him build this like roof and then you panicked. Well, my first thought was I'm not going to build a room to have a wedding outside. And then I'm like, wait. What if it rains? I'm like, yeah. why didn't I think of this before now? Because it's Oklahoma. And then I'm immediately like, oh my gosh, it's going to rain. And then our field is going to get super sloppy, muddy. And I'm going to be in a white dress. Like all of this rushes over me. And I'm like, what are we going to do? I'm like, this is a terrible idea. We cannot do it in the pasture. And I, I, I panic. That, that was my bridezilla moment. But like, I think we need to do a timeline. So we got engaged in October. That's, that's right. And immediately I knew 
we knew we wanted custom rings made. Mm-hmm. So we reach out to a ring guy that is highly recommended that I've, I'm in love with his work. And he says, yeah, I'll put you on the list, but I'm like 19, 20 weeks out. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So we do the math and we're thinking it's going to hit right around like, like Valentine's Day. Yeah. Isn't that what we yeah. were thinking? Late January, February ish. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, you know, that's fine. Whatever. Like put me on the list. Like, and I, I even said, I was like, how much will you charge me for a rush fee? And he was like, it's not even about that. Like I am one man doing this. I need more time in the day. Like if you can find me more hours and energy, I'll do it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so our option was to patiently wait for these rings. And I'm like, okay, we're waiting on the rings. We won't set a date yet. Cause we're waiting on the rings. Waiting on the rings. <laughs> waiting on the rings. <laughs> and it's not a knock on him. No, I no, mean, no, no, no. Because, because now, like, I just, I, the guy does tremendous this, work. Yeah, I mean. He I, has a family. Like, it's just. I'm a small business owner. We're both small business owners. We understand what it's like to run a mm-hmm. business by yourself. He's a one-man show. Like, and does other work and things like that. And so, this is not a knock on him by any means. But we did stress a little bit. But I think that was God testing our patience. I think it was. Because and setting us up for an even more perfect time. Like yeah, I really like do believe it was all part of the plan. All of these crazy things that happened, and and I'm telling you, like there were some things that happened along this road that I thought it was. I mean, it was just wild yeah. the way it happened. This was one of them. We thought, okay, no problem. February, we'll have the rings. We'll set the date. Boom, boom, boom. Done. Let's roll. Yeah. Too easy. Didn't work that way. No. Um, and mind you, you know, we're coming off of the, the whole pandemic year where all the events are canceled. No one really knows what's happening. PBR goes back into full swing and January, February rolls around and we're looking at a full schedule for Mm -hmm. the whole year. And I'm like, okay, uh, well, all the weekends are full. So those are out. Um, so we're looking at like a weekday wedding, which is totally fine. But now it's like, well, what day? And we spent a lot of time thinking about this. We tried all these different days. These different days that we thought, oh, it'd be cool to say we got married on you know, XYZ. Right. Or I think this would work out timing-wise. And, and, and nothing just really kind of... Well, and it kept coming back to the rings. Yeah, nothing <laughs> when, fell into the timeline of the rings. When, yeah, because we knew we wanted the rings for the wedding. Mm-hmm. Like, And I don't want to say we weren't in, in a rush to get married. It wasn't like we had to do it by a certain date or anything like that. We were like, okay, well, we'll just kind of wait. That would be wait. a good time to let everybody know she's not pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> like, like we didn't just go shotgun wedding because... Because of be- some other reason. Yeah, no, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Nope. Um, <laughs> thank you. Let's throw that out there. She's yeah, not just, pregnant. Just making sure everybody knows this was not a rush deal. No. It was a... Uh, it was... It was just one of those. I know. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No. But I think people, because we didn't talk about it we and we kept it, it very quiet, people think it was a surprise shotgun wedding kind of thing. And, and it just, it wasn't. It just. It was the hardest and secret. best kept secret, I think, of our lives. But so, yeah, I mean, the timing kept, I mean, it just kept coming back to, well, when the when we know about the rings and it was months of me, bless his heart, messaging him on Instagram, like, hey, just check in. Here. You know, seeing how things are going. And you I'm were like, literally the annoying little kid that kept tugging on yes, the pant legs. Like, yes, that hey, was me. And I was me. like, I mean, 
there was many messages he didn't reply to, <laughs> which I'm like, I get it, you know, but, um, we're married now. Be ready. Cause there's a lot of things you're going to do that I don't reply to. Yeah. So it was, I don't know, sometime in February that Matt brings up the whole weather thing. And I'm like, then I'm like, uh, yeah, freaking out. And I'm like, okay. And it was in the car that, that very day. I don't remember where we were driving to. I think it was like, I have no idea. Owasso or something like that. I don't know. Just across town to Tulsa or something. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to find some, like a, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm not going to have cousin Sammy build us a structure in the, in the field. Like this is crazy. And I'm like, um, immediately we thought about our church here in town. It had, it's a real, real old church and it has this old separate what they call prayer chapel that no one uses anymore. Which is tiny. Like, and, and this church is, I mean, it's it's incredibly old. Yeah. And it's all stained glass. Super pretty. And this prayer chapel is, the, the first time our pastor went to look at this church, I, I went in with him, we went in, we were walking around, and, and the first time he showed me this building, he showed me this little room, and I thought, man, this would be a really cool place to have a, very small wedding. Yeah, super like... And like small old, wedding. Old wooden pews, mm-hmm. very, very old. Like I think it even has stone floors, like yeah. super old. So I was Beautiful. like, okay, prayer chapel. We can just get married in the prayer chapel. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Like no big deal. But like I'm I'm thinking about that and then at the same time, I'm Googling things on the internet and I Google... <laughs> Unbeknownst to me. I Google Little White Church, Oklahoma. And I just tap over on the images and I'm scrolling, looking at all these white churches, you know, and I see this little tiny white church and it appears to be in the middle of a field somewhere. And I was like, what is this? And so I click on it and it was a newspaper article for a little tiny town, which I'm, I'm new to Oklahoma, so I didn't know where it was. So I'm like doing all this research, sitting next to Matt, not telling him. So I get down this rabbit hole of newspaper articles and things like that. I find this little article about this family that during COVID their local church shut down. So they were like, well, we still want to go to church. Like the, the, the husband was like, I want my family to go to church. And so he was like, I'll just build my own. So he goes out into the middle of his pasture and builds this little, little tiny white church. And that's where they gather on Sundays as a family and then um, some of their neighbors and things like that. And so they do this article about it. And I was like, what? I'm like, I need to know. So, you know, I get on Facebook. I find these people's names. I search it all out. Full blown stalker mode. I send them messages. I said, hey, found Y'all, hang on. I think that that sometimes people underestimate your level of stalker. Okay, I call it investigation. <laughs> oh, 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 I sorry, I am, cop. Yeah, I'm a trained investigator. Okay, all right. So I'll give you that. <laughs> I'm very you did have a full background check done before we ever met. Yeah, I mean, I'm fully skilled on that. So okay, you're Anyways. welcome. <laughs> so I message these people and I'm like, hey, I found your church on Google and. I was wondering how much you charge for a very, very small wedding. And um, 
in the meantime, you know, because when you're not friends with someone on social media and you message them, it goes into like this weird, random message request file that no one ever looks at. And so I'm like, okay, I know that guy's never going to see that message. So I need to dig a little deeper. And I'm like, oh, we have a mutual friend. Okay, cool. I'm going to reach out to his girlfriend who I'm friends with and be like, hey, your boyfriend's friends with this guy. I need to know, like, are they truly friends? Do they really know each other? Because I need to ask that dude a question. <laughs> and that's how it started. So, like full circle, I get a message from uh the wife on Facebook. And she's like, "Hey, you know, thanks for reaching out. Um we get tons of these requests. You know, we do not do weddings. It's a private um facility only. Like, you know, sorry, good luck." Mm-hmm. And I remember the day I got that message back. I was so sad. Yeah, I and, and and again, a lot of this I didn't know about. I mean, this is Megan going off on her own, and she found this place. And then, like, eventually, you you were like, "Look at this place. It's so perfect. It's literally everything I could could hope for." And then the heartbreak of yeah, uh, we don't do weddings. yeah, no, we don't do weddings. But enters God. Right. And enters our, God and Megan's negotiation skills. And I'm like new friends Ryan and Stacy. Yes. So Stacy's like, you know, it's a private place, like and it's exclusively for my photography company. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't do weddings. I only shoot um I only do photo shoots there. And I was like, Okay, um, what if we had a photo shoot and we just like said some vows during it? <laughs> and she was like Okay, you have my interest. And I was like, (laughs) here's the deal. This is like who we are, what we want. I give her the whole spill, like how we met, the whole, the proposal, like this whole thing. And there was just like a couple days where it was messages back and forth. And then it was like, she just said, you know, I'm going to talk to my husband about this. We're going to pray about it. Um, But, you know, I just, we've told hundreds of people no and we just don't, we don't want to do this. Like, we don't want to open it's, that yeah, door. Yeah, it's not something that they want to just open They don't want to be in the wedding venue yep. business. Yep. And I was like, you know, okay. If anything, because at this point, Stacy and I have messaged back and forth a bunch, and we've went into texting. And I'm like, okay, even if it doesn't work out, I have found a really cool family, and, like, mm-hmm. we've become chatty friends. You know, I'm like, okay, so whatever, you know, still I'm like praying every day. I'm like, Lord, which is kind of similar to the beginning of our relationship where like, like in all honesty, like we just started chatting back and forth. And then it was like, we became really good friends. But I, I felt like before we ever met. Yeah. And so there's a lot of similarities in, in the way things worked. And so I don't know, a couple of days later we were driving again. We spent a lot of time in the car. Y'all, mm. uh, my phone dings and I looked down and I got like a preview of the message and, I saw on there that she said, you know, we've prayed about this and we feel like there's something about y'all that God is telling us we should let you do this here. So the church is yours. And I started crying. And Matt was like, what's wrong? What is wrong? Like, are you okay? And I was like, we got the church. And I just started bawling. And he was like, oh my gosh, you scared me, you know? And so yeah, then mean, it was like... Yeah, because I don't know all of this. I mean, I know right. kind of at this point, we but go, not everything that's going on. And I don't <laughs> know how deep into this conversation we are. And we're driving down the road randomly. <laughs> and I look over and my fiance at the time is just crying. And I'm like, what? My initial 
reaction to crying is something bad happened, something's wrong. And so I immediately go into full-blown protection mode, like, what's going on? Tell me what's wrong. And you're like, man, I'm going to cry. You're like, we got the church. And I may have had a little allergy reaction there at that point. Because it was like, okay, we're not going to get this. Yeah. Like, and he so, knew, like, I don't know why or whatever, but I fell in love with the church as soon as I saw it. And I, I just envisioned us there. And I'm like, that is everything I want. That little church in that field with just us, like, that is what I want. Which has been the general consensus for everybody <laughs> that's seen our pictures, too. So um, everybody that keeps messaging us about where is this place, what is this place, this is the most perfect church we've ever seen. Guys, we agreed. Like yes. that's how we felt. And when she finally showed it to me, I was like, "Wow. Yeah. That is so amazing." And honestly, it was it was even better than what we had expected. But anyways, so Stacy says, "Yeah, there's there's a couple of things though. Yeah, so we end up on a phone call with her and you know, we're chatting and telling our stories and things like that. And then she was just like, you know, there's just a couple things that um, you know, I hate to do this, but you know, number first of all, she said, you know, this church is exclusively for my photography business, Mary Evelyn Photography and you know, this is my, basically, we keep calling it a church. It's not an actual church. It's a prop. You know, we, as the people are the church, but it is their place to gather and, and um, you know, go into scripture and, and things like that. But we keep calling it a church. Um, she said, that, you know, this is exclusively for my photography company. I do my photo shoots here, you know, things like that. And I was like, okay, Uh-oh. well. <laughs> First little problem. First problem. I'm like, well. We've made a promise. Yeah. I mean. Do you guys remember the episode of the podcast where Megan ruined the uh, actual proposal plan? idea? Because I had planned with Click Thompson to do this whole elaborate, elaborate you know, proposal where then, I was going to get down on a knee and set it up. And then she schedules a photo shoot with somebody else who, by the way, casted an amazing job. Mm-hmm. Um, and it worked out perfectly. Uh, but the part of it was Matt was like, you click is our photographer for our wedding. Like period, period, end, of story. end of story, no questions asked. And I agreed. I, I mean, I 100% agreed. So when Stacy tells me, you know, this is exclusively for my photography business, Ruh-roh. I said, okay, well, about that. What <laughs> we if- already have a photographer. And she was like, oh. And I said, I, you may, I don't know if you've ever heard of him. You may have. I said, I but mean, it's, who hasn't? it's Christopher Thompson, also known as Click. I said, you know, he's a very, very dear friend of ours. Um, You know, she already knew the proposal story. She knew how I messed it up. I said he was supposed to shoot it. You know, we want him to shoot our wedding. Like that's, you know, that's just, that's a deal breaker. Mm -hmm. Click is our photographer, period. And she quickly replies with, wow, that's so crazy. I was just looking at some of his stuff a couple days ago and he is amazing and I would love to work with him. Do you yeah. think there like, enters God? Yeah. She's like, if, uh, if, you know, w- 
if he shot your wedding, do you think, you know, I could just help him and learn from him? And I was like, yes, yes, we'll answer for yes. him. I'm yes. like, yes, 100%. of course. You know? And she's like, okay, well then I'd, I'd be willing to like, let that go and let click shoot it. I'll help do whatever, you know, she does videography, things like that. You know, it was like a whole thing. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. Cause like one second she's like deal breaker. It's exclusively mine. And then she's like, Oh, click. Oh yeah. He can come. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, this is awesome. Like perfect. And so it was like one more, you know, check off the box. And then she goes, well, um, you know, do you have a date? Because I, you know, I have a full schedule of photography, scenery shoots. She's got some girl. She's got two girls that are in dance recitals and things like that. And she's like, so just so I can pencil it in, so you know we don't lose a day. And I said, no, no, we don't. We don't have a date. We have no idea. <laughs> I'm like, we're waiting on rings. Yeah, tell her the whole ring story, and she's like, which became and and again, sorry, Preston, but th- that became our excuse and, and our scapegoat. For every time someone would ask us a, if, because we knew we were going to keep it a secret. Yeah. We knew we weren't going to tell anybody when it happened or, you know, until Early, it was over. Yeah. Early on, we made that decision. And, and we were so, trying, like, how do we lie to everybody, like, without lying? And right. It was like, well, we're waiting on the rings. Yeah. And that became our staple answer every, every time. Every time. So for all of you that heard, we're waiting on the rings. That's true. We weren't lying. I promise <laughs> That's you. Like, true. And now you know that, that we legitimately were waiting on the rings yeah and so it was just she was like okay that's fine like we'll figure it out and I told her I said um unless something crazy happens it's gonna be a weekday so don't worry about weekends you know fill those up do whatever you need to do and she's like okay no big deal she was like but just don't she said just so you know the girls dance recital is like the last week in in April Mm mm-hmm so I'm going to kind of be busy that day. If it ends up being there, we can cut, probably make it work. But, you know, basically, like, don't schedule it for the end of April. And I was like, okay, no big deal. So um, again, we don't do anything the way it's yeah. supposed to happen. So meanwhile, you know, we're kind of deciding on some things that we want in the wedding. And we start getting all the congratulatory you know responses from people talking about the engagement yes and you go back you know a little bit before that keith mundy with american hats had reached out and said congratulations we'd ran into him and he was like make sure you let me know that you know when you get close you get a date set let me know i'll have a custom hat made we'll have your name in it we'll have the date in it and and let me tell you something guys this when when i preach to other announcers or or anybody about staying humble. I remember the first time I saw somebody with their name in their cowboy hat. And I thought that was the greatest thing ever. And I thought, man, if I ever had a hat with my name in it, it would be like prize. Yeah. That's the most legendary thing I could ever, ever do in my life. It would be, yeah, as you said, my, my prize possession. Well, Keith, American hats, they, they're telling me now, you know, hey, we want to do this for you. So make sure on your wedding, you know, when you get your date set, we want to make this happen. And I was like, man, that is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. I mean, we, like I said before, we're super blessed with really amazing people. Mm-hmm. And people came out of the woodwork like that. Like, hey, what can we do? Like, just let us know. You know, kind of assuming probably we were planning this very large, elaborate right. wedding. 
And we would have a date, and we'd and have yeah, it would tons be a, of time to prepare. <laughs> it would be a whole thing. So I told Keith, I said, well, we're just waiting on the rings. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, in the meantime, we're thinking about things like that, like, you know, wedding hats. Um, we talked about we wanted custom boots made. Yeah, and that's another thing. You know, we uh, we started working with Finolio Boot Company, and I think that those of you that follow us on social media have probably already recognized that. Um, I got to know Caden through Click, actually, mm-hmm. and Caden Finolio and James and, and the entire family. And again, like everything we do, I don't like working with anybody unless I really know the value of the human. And I, I told you the first time we met him, I was like, I really, really like these people. Yeah. Like genuinely, whether I ever wear another pair of Finolio boots or not. Like, they're good people. These are good people and they're going to be friends, you know, of ours for life. Yeah. That being said, Caden's like, let's make you some custom boots for your wedding. And Wait, that's like what? unheard of. Like it, I mean, the hat, the boots, all all of it. I'm like, what? So remember my hat story about having my name in it? So from the time I was a little kid, I've always thought I want a pair of boots that has my brand on them. I don't know why, but I've always thought someday if, if I ever get famous or if I ever, when I become the next George Strait and I'm a country music singer, I'm going to have a pair of boots that has my brand on it. Well... Again, here comes God introducing us to Caden Finolio. Yeah. And he's like, let's build you some wedding boots. And I I mean, I think we've talked about it and we posted on social that we went to the factory and just, I mean, it was mind blowing to me that right there in that building, every boot is handmade and built from the ground up. And, and we walked in there and we picked the hide. On March 5th, Megan walks into the factory and he says, pick whatever you want. And so you picked the actual hide that your entire boots were made out of. Mm-hmm. The bottoms of my boots were made out of. We picked the hide where the tops of mine, you know, w- would come together. And then they started talking about what did we want to do? And I said, is there any way you can put our brand? Because that's pretty special and pretty important to me. And so absolutely, we can do whatever you want. And so... And if you saw the photos, you saw that our brand is on the front of our boots. Yeah, I mean, and it was just so cool. Like, we talked to the actual people that sew the yeah, tops of the everybody, boots that everybody in the would factory. create the inlay. And, you know, we talked about, you know, I, I asked those ladies, I'm like, y'all do this for a living. You're the artists here. Do these colors go? I showed them pictures of my wedding dress and showed them and they were like, this is, this is what color you should use. And here's the thread for the stitching. And I mean, every little detail. And again, immediately they all felt like family. Like yeah. where you, you think you would go to a place like that and people that have done this for years and, and like done different things. And this is what they do. You you would think that they would just be stagnant and be like, yeah, we can do whatever, whatever you guys want. No, like these people were genuinely like, no, let's, you know, they with these giant smiles on their faces and yeah. taking time out of their day to help us. And it was like, man, we're, we're definitely doing the right things with the right people. Yeah. I mean, it was amazing. You know, they were like, I had had a different color picked out for 
the inlay and you know the the gal was like you know your dress is this color I really think you should use this color it'll really pull from the dress and this and that and I'm just like okay you know and it she was right and you know it was just you know they, it wasn't like they were like yeah that's fine that that works let's do let's go I felt you know? like we were watching one of those wedding dress shows where they're <laughs> they're pulling different dresses yeah, yeah. out of the deal like they were pulling here different we can heights, you know colors. for the show but these people were were just pulling different things to show us and like you know, what do you think about this? Because they genuinely cared about making our day special. Yeah, and they wanted it to be perfect. Yeah. And and then when we kind of put it all on paper and, and drew it out and, you know, they were just like happy and like so excited. And they're like, oh man, these are going to be beautiful. Like they're going to, it's going to be amazing. And on March 5th, when we had these boots designed, we told them the date that we were doing. Yeah, I don't remember what day it was that we were walking down the road. We were on a walk with mm-hmm. the dogs and we were like, you know what? We ha- we just need to pick a day. Yep. We just have to pick a day and do it and let God sort it out. If the rings are ready, they're ready. If the boots are ready, they're ready. If, you know, whatever. We have to pick a day because if we don't, we're going to, how long are we going to do this kind of thing, you right. know? We're going to keep putting it off and it's going to be 2022 yeah. and, and we're just Because that's keep- what, I think I looked at you and I was like, it's already March. Yeah. Like, we've got to figure this out, you know? And so we knew we wanted a day that was meaningful and we were kind of thinking about like what we didn't want just a number, you know? And so we were thinking of different things. If you've listened to the podcast before, you know, the number 34 is important to Matt and just kind of pulled us together and things like that. And so we were thinking of, well, March 4th isn't an option because that's like, I think it was like we were somewhere. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't a thing. And then we were trying to add numbers together to add up to 30. Like it was just like a whole thing. And I was yeah. like, Ugh. and I was just like, you know, what about our anniversary? And Matt's like, what do you mean? And I said, well, our anniversary is in April. Like the day we met was April 19th in person for the very first time. Our first date, the very first time we met, the minute I hugged Matt, like I knew I was going to marry him and I'm like, well, April 19th. So I look it up and I'm like, Oh, it's a Monday. And but I'm like, one of the things we had tried to avoid the whole time was our schedule. Yes. And being able to get from, well, wherever we're at Omaha, Nebraska or Florida, Florida or, or Texas or whatever, or whatever yeah. and get back in time to do a, a ceremony. Yeah. And then get back to work. That, that's that been one of those underlying issues the entire time. So we look at the schedule. It's like our our anniversary of our first date, the day we met, was exactly two years to the day on April 19th, which just happened to be the Monday right after Oklahoma City. Yeah, after the Oklahoma City event. And we just looked at each other and we're like, that's it. Yep. That's the day. Here's God again telling us, this is what I have for you. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then I quickly looked at the calendar and I was like, we have six weeks. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm like, oh, it just got real. I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, I think, I think I already ordered my dress at this point. I don't know. Randomly one day I was at home by myself and I was like, hmm. Maybe I should like look at wedding dresses and I like, here we go again. Google. I Googled wedding dresses online and I got this website and I went to it and I was like, I just want a long sleeve, all lace, simple dress. 
and I go to this website and like search the word long sleeve and this dress pops up and I'm like, oh, it's $98 sold. Everybody keeps talking about the dress because you looked so beautiful that day and everybody's like, man, you know, she looks stunning and that dress, my God, you know, and people are thinking I'm spending outrageous money on a dress. Nope. Nope. I married a girl that went and bought a $98 dress online. Online. (laughs) And it was like free shipping and free returns. I was like, oh, perfect. So I actually ended up buying two dresses. One, they were almost exactly the same. They just had a slightly different bottom. And I bought two knowing it was free shipping or returns. And I was like, that's fine. So it was like... I don't know, less than $200 for both dresses. And I. You're spending less than $100 on your wedding dress. Yes. So, and there's a really good chance I'm going to just try them and not like them or yeah. send and them I was back like, or something. Yeah, like that. free return. And it's okay. Like, no, no harm, no deal. foul. Yep. And so I ordered these dresses and literally they came like three days later. And I was like, oh, okay. And um, I put it on and. I don't. You didn't even tell me about all this until it was like. Yeah, I got my wedding dress. Yeah, because I, okay. I couldn't. Yeah, I didn't want it to. It was a secret. I knew that I wanted to keep the dress secret. And I cried. So <laughs> there's an underlying theme there, too. I cried when I ordered it. Like, I ordered it and I was like, it was like I just every, ordered my wedding dress. Every one of these steps, I would just have these like full meltdowns about like just pure joy. And I'd start being emotional. Yeah. Um, and I think everybody that listens to this knows now that I'm a pretty emotional guy that I've and I've tried to hide that my mm-hmm. my entire life. But um and so every one of these little decisions and every one of these little steps towards our future, like I'm getting super emotional. So you get the dress, I get emotional, whatever. I, yeah, I get the dress in the mail, it shows up, I try it on when I get home after that weekend or whatever, and fits perfect. I'm like, mm-hmm. done, easy peas, dress is done, sweet. Like just like that. And then I sent the other one back, got my money back, and I total spent like $98 on my wedding dress, and it was absolutely perfect. So, I love it. So now Megan has what she's going to wear during the wedding, and it's like, okay, what do you want me to do? I mean, I, in my brain, am, am a pretty simple guy, and I've kind of already planned it out that, you know, I've got a hat, I've got the boots. And before, you know, before all this, um, our dear friends with Wrangler reached out and said, if there is anything Wrangler can provide, mm-hmm. let us know and we'll send it like just yep. whatever, whatever you want. They're amazing. And I had decided that, um, to just kind of go with our country this jeans outside boots. theme. It was going to be blue jeans, boots, a hat and a jacket. And I ended up finding a picture on Pinterest that I liked and I was like, Oh, that'll work. And so I got Mm. on Amazon (laughs) and I bought some stuff like bless his heart. Matt's like, well, what am I going to wear? I was like, yeah, I already ordered it. He's like, okay, I guess I didn't have opinion on that. I'm like, Oh, you'll like it. It's fine. He's like, well, it's, it's pretty, pretty simple little staple of a white Wrangler shirt. You know, the Wrangler jeans, like I said, I got the hat and the boots. And so, um, we were going to go buy a new jacket just just for the occasion. Megan orders me this vest, and she's telling me about this vest. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't. What I mean, whatever. Whatever you think. Uh, yeah, and so really expensive vest. Yeah, it was twelve dollars on Amazon. <laughs> 
It was $12 on it. It was just like a brown, like, I don't even know, just like a vest. But I wanted something brown because I needed it to pull the browns out of the boots and the leather of the belts. And, and I ended up deciding to put Matt in a natural hat and white shirt. And so it was just simple. Um, I mean, y'all have seen the pictures by now, you know what he wore. Um, but yeah, I mean, so no stress there. Didn't stress about my dress. Didn't stress about his outfit. Stressed about the belt a little bit. Your belt. Yes. I ordered a belt right away and, um, they were awesome. You know, they were like, I actually found this, um, leather company through, Katie Armstrong. She was like, he does. A lot of people will know her as Katie Lynn. As, yeah. She the is, Katie Lynn from yeah. American Hats. Yep. And from the Neapolitan podcast. Yes. Now. Um, again, her and Cody are very, very dear friends of ours. And I'll let, yeah, yeah, go ahead and finish this story because so, there's, there's a whole nother so, one of those guys. So I just, I reach out like on social and I said, you know, where you know this is what I'm thinking. I want a bridal belt. I want a tooled belt um, to wear with my wedding dress. Who is your leather people? And I guess I'm naive to think I can just you know reach out to these people and they send me a belt the next week. Not realizing you know um, obviously this takes a long time to make and there's other people that want stuff and so. Katie's like, hey, use my leather guy. He's amazing. Jason Becker. He does all of my leather stuff. He's absolutely fantastic. Use him. So I reach out to them on social media, on Facebook, and they're like, yeah, we're six months out. And I'm like, oh, this is never going to work. You know, here we go again. Because mind you, we're still waiting on rings. And I'm like, okay, um, well, that's not going to work. Shoot. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Um, and you know, but, and by this time I've, you know, searched out all of their pictures and, um, looked at and found the belt I want. And it is a tooled cut out bridal belt with the new last name in the back in white. And I'm like, that is what I want. And they tell me, yeah, we're like six months out. Sorry. And I'm like, okay. Okay. And then they immediately reply with, but since Katie sent you and Katie's one of our dear, dear friends, we can do it. Thanks, Katie. <laughs> and they're like, do you have a date? And I think when I ordered the belt, we didn't have a date yet. But We're I about said. To feel really bad about Katie's help and all this here in a minute. <laughs> but I think I told them March. And I said, I, yeah. the end of March, early April. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's doable. We can do it. And I said, okay. So we order my belt. And Jason Becker did he did a great job Ugh, yes it's it's stunning so yeah i mean it ends up i find so we pick a date and i'm and i shoot a message and i said hey we picked a date april 19th so i will need that belt by like the 14th because we're leaving da, 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 da. they're like oh yeah shouldn't be a problem we're gonna get it done this week like no big deal and i was like awesome this is great Everything has fallen into place. We literally have everything at this point. Like, and, and by this perfect. time, we have reached out and talked to Preston with with the, the with ring. the rings, and we give him the date, and he said, "Not a problem. I will have them done by I, then." I call my leather guy, who uh, a lot of you have heard Brad Narducci on the podcast. Brad's one of our our dear friends. Well, his little brother 
is also one of our really, really good friends. And, and Jake Narducci does an incredible job. He's matter of fact, like the last three belts that I think I've worn to work on the PBR, Jake has made does an incredible job. And I told him, Hey man, I kind of got to keep this on the down low. I need it really kind of quickly. Um, but I'm, I'm having a belt made. I need, I just, I just need a new one ASAP and I need it very quickly. And so he knocks it out just like I wanted. And, and it's, it's, it's awesome. And reminder, we are keeping this a secret. Yeah. So every time we have to reach out to somebody and we feel the pressure and they don't realize that it's like, we're, we're asking these things. We want to tell them, Hey, I got to have it by this date. And this is why we, we can't tell them. Yeah. And anyone like Jason Becker, I was like, Hey, um, this is a secret. So here's the non-disclosure agreement. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to sign this. Not really. Not, not really, really. But I threaten them with their lives. I'm like, this cannot like, please do not tell anybody about this. No one knows about this. It's a secret. Do not tell anybody. So here's where I feel bad for Katie and Cody. Cause you remember when Keith at American hats said, we'll do that hat for you. We'll keep it a secret. I will personally walk it through the line. I'll make sure that, it, you know, it's it's all good. Well, Keith is a busy man, and Katie is his... Go-to. Go-to. Right-hand girl. And so Katie reaches out one day and is so, like... So, okay, hold on. We see Keith at American Hat during the Fort Worth event, yep. or Road to the Road Horse. Road to the Horse. So we're in the store. We're talking face-to-face. We let Keith know, hey, it's a secret, but we have a date. He writes it down, hand writes it down on a note, puts it in his pocket. He said, I will personally walk it through. Yep. No big deal. No worries. No one will know. <laughs> and I was like, whew, relieved. Like, because Cody and Katie are very, very, very dear friends of ours. Yep. And it was and like... if we had a guest list, they would be on, on top of it. On the so, short list. And I'm like, you know, this... I was worried about the hat situation because I'm like, they're going to know. And and Cody's going to want to shape it, like all the things. And I'm like, this one's going to be a tough one to navigate. And so then when Keith says, no, I'll walk it through, like no big deal. Um, Just tell me what you want. Because at this time we knew we needed a couple hats and, you know, all this stuff. So we're like, okay. So fast forward like to that Monday. I'm like at Walmart and my phone rings and it's Katie. And I was like checking out. So I don't, I didn't answer. And immediately I get a text, a group text with me, Katie and Matt. And she, she says, Hey guys, Keith told me you needed wedding hats. I just need what you want in the bands and the sizes and I'll get them through. And immediately I'm like, Oh no. She knows. (laughs) She knows. And I'm like, Oh, Oh no. And so I call Matt and I'm like, and Matt's like, okay, but I want to, I want to clarify. It's not because anybody knew the date. Like it wasn't that big of a secret. We just did not want like our really close people to think we were doing all this stuff without them. Right. Just because like, like my heart breaks when I think that somebody might think we don't want to include them in our lives or something like that. And so we immediately go into the, OMG, what are we going to do? Like, like I don't want our like some of our really, really good friends to think that, well, they're doing our wedding, didn't invite us, yada, yada, yada. No, like we just yeah. didn't, we couldn't. 
We so didn't I, have anybody. So I call Katie back and she's super professional and she's just like, okay, no problem. Like da, 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 da. I'll, you know, I'll get them done. Do you want Cody to shape them here? Like, do you want me to ship them? Like do all this. And I was like, okay. And I like, I think I said it probably 20 times. I'm like, it is a secret. Please don't tell anybody. Like, and then I started, you know, and she's like, yep, no problem. Thanks. Bye. And I'm like, that's not usually how we end phone and calls. Then, and I'm like, oh my gosh, she hates me. Megan calls me super upset thinking that, one, the cat's out of the bag and it's not just some rando that knows about it. It's it's like somebody that's really close to us and they're mad at us. And so and Megan like, calls me like on the verge of a full-blown breakdown, super upset. And so I'm like, no, it's, it's I okay. I said, it's call okay. It's her okay. and please try to explain so. to her that like I love her and it is not anything personal. But like I said, please just call her, call her, call her. And Matt's like, I think he was doing something. And he's like, I will just like as soon as I'm done. And I'm like, this isn't good enough. So I call Click and I'm like, you, because at this point, Click knows. Click, yeah. Click knows all the details because he's shooting the wedding. Kind of like he knew all the details of the uh, proposal. <laughs> but he doesn't on. answer. And so then I'm just like, I feel terrible. And it, like Matt said, it, it's like not because I don't trust her or anything. It was just because I wanted her to know it was nothing personal. It was just I think our we, secret. I think we sometimes worry more about our friends yes. than our friends worry about and I themselves. Know, and I know you talk to her and she's like, oh, no problem. Like, I, I 100% understand. Like, not an issue at all. And Which so, was perfect because, and this is not this... Like Cody's just the guy I go to. Yeah. Everybody has a barber. Like guys, you'll understand this. Guys have a barber that they go to. Yeah. You don't randomly go into some barber shop and have Joe Blow cut your hair. You find a barber that you're comfortable with that you know is going to do a good job every time. And knows And you. that's who you go to. Right. Well, hats are the same way, you know, and, and I mean, and it's never any, it's not a knock against anybody else. You just find a guy that... You get comfortable with that does a good job that knows exactly how you want things and that's your guy. Like hat guys will understand. Like that's just your guy. Cody's been the guy. You know he's he's always been my my go to. So so you know so shout out to Cody Crawford because he has been um yeah he's been shaping my hats for a long time now. So anyways, this worked out good. Now that Katie knows. And I'm Click good knows. With, and Click knows. Like, I'm good with having Cody shape my hats. He's going to see the date. He's going to know. Yeah. And, and all that stuff. So for me, it was a relief once we once we knew that they knew and they were okay with it. Yeah. And they understood and everything. Yeah. And so, so then it was just kind of, I mean, those six weeks went by really quickly. Everything started rolling into place. Okay. Fast forward. Because we're about a week and a half out. Little, little, we're, let's see, Friday to Friday, seven, we're eight, nine days out. We don't have rings and we don't have belts. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, we don't even have boots. Or hats. Or hats. Yeah. At this point. But we got Wranglers and we got a dress and we got each other. And that's what, at that point, I'd given up on worrying about it and it wasn't anything like you know I just said you know what back to the basics if you're there that's all that matters I'm like it's we'll figure it out we'll figure it out I bought like some nine dollar silicone rings on Amazon and we had those and I was like you know what it's fine I have my engagement ring like as long as Matt 
It's there. That's all that matters. Okay, so fast forward to about eight, nine days Mm -hmm. before the ceremony. We're in Kansas City. Okay. Right? Sure. And I'm getting ready to start the show. And I look over and I I can see Megan. And again, I go to, what's wrong? I can tell I'm like zoned off into the sky like mine's going a million miles an hour and Matt's like trying to get my attention like what is wrong what's wrong and guys this is where the wedding gets completely erased from both of our brains like this is the point where we honest to goodness could not have cared less about the wedding about the day about the ceremony about anything getting there whatsoever like None of the stress that we had had, none of the worry about the rings or the boots or the hat or the belts, like none of that mattered at this point. Because I'm sitting in the stands pre-show, just kind of waiting for the event to start, scrolling through social media, and I see a post from Stacy, and I start reading it, and she goes in to say that the night before, Ryan was it there was an alarm going off some point late that night he climbed up a ladder to shut the alarm off or figure it out it was dark it was late um there was some condensation in the barn the ladder slipped and fell and he fell off a ladder onto a concrete floor and had broken ribs collapsed yeah lung. i mean really severely injured himself where they you know, knew something was bad. They called 911. They ended up air flighting him to like the hospital in Oklahoma City. Stacy basically was like, I, at the point, at the time she was writing this post, they didn't know how bad it was. He was in ICU. They didn't know internally kind of the damages. And there was a, there was a chance that, it could really, really turn bad. And if you're lost, Stacy and Ryan are the people that, that actually own the, own the church. The little that, white church. The, the one thing that we knew we had locked down in our quote-unquote ceremony or our wedding, it's the one thing that we knew was going to be there no matter what. No stress, no worry. Everything else was, was a variable. Everything else was replaceable. We knew we had the church and each other. We didn't need anything else. And so I'm reading this, and I'm like, I don't even care. Like we're not doing our wedding there because this is like, this is bad. And we, and we quickly have the conversation. We're not even going to have the wedding on Monday. If there's something we can do to help these yeah, people, I'm looking at, we're going to feed cows or how, we're going to do whatever. Yeah, I'm like, I'm looking at how far away it is from where I'm at to where they are. You know, what can like, how can we get there to help? I'm messaging Stacy and I'm just like, Hey, you know, whatever we need to do. And Matt is looking at me and I was just like, part of me said, I'm not going to tell him because it's literally like minutes from showtime and this is going to screw him up. But at the same time, I'm like, I can't tell anybody else about this because no one else knows. So I have to tell him. So it's like three minutes till we start the show. Yeah, I am on the announcer stand with my head down, just boohooing because... And at this point, we haven't even met these people, Mm -mm. but we feel such a strong attachment to them because they're genuine, good people who are willing to open up this personal uh, 
piece of their lives to us for, you know, for our special day. And so I'm in full breakdown mode because I, now I'm, I'm concerned for this guy mm-hmm. and his wife and They're their nervous. daughters. And I'm just like heartbroken. Like I want to leave the announcer stand. I want to rush to the hospital. Right. I want to try to just comfort everybody. I want to try to whatever we can do to help. Um, and then as time's ticking away, we're 60 seconds to showtime and it hits me. The one thing Megan found in this whole journey of planning a wedding was this church. And now we're not going to do it at this church. And so then it hits me that not only am I worried about our friends, now I'm heartbroken because Megan's perfect day is now going to be thrown together and we're going to have to do it some other way at some other time on some other day. Right. And so all of this hits me within like 30 seconds. And and it's just like, and then all of a sudden our opening video starts and I'm like, okay, get it together. Here we go. Back to work mode. And, and, and I remember just kind of looking at you going, it's going to be okay. Yeah. It's fine. Had this comfort and it's one of those things where you'll notice on the announcer stand a lot of times, like, and we, we try to do it before every performance, me and Clint and Richard, whoever's there in the front of the announcer stand, we'll get together and we'll say a quick little prayer. And so it's literally 30 seconds to the opening video. And I was like, guys, I need you. And so we, I'm not going to cry. So, so it was like, we, we quickly got together and like, I just, I was just like, you know, Hey God, I, I need your help. We've got a friend and I just need you to take care of this lady and these girls. And I need you to make sure he's okay. And whatever happens tonight in the show, whatever, you know? And so we say this quick little prayer. I take a picture of them praying and I send it to Stacy and I say, Hey, it don't matter. Like, it doesn't matter what happens. Like, don't so, worry about the wedding. Like, we're praying for you. And, and so I, the guys, the guys have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, they just know that hey, uh, we're praying, and that's all that matters. And so, yeah, I'm like, you know, take please take care of our friends and and whatever. We start the show, and I just had this like overwhelming peace and comfort, and I just I told Megan, I was like, it's fine. It's going to be okay. Like, we just need to make sure that they're okay. And if there's anything we can do, we're going to do it. And yeah, and I, you know, I shoot her a message and I said, hey, I saw your social media post. We are praying for you. Please don't worry about anything else. Like, none of that matters. We're praying for Ryan. And if there's anything we can do to help, let us know. You know, we'll be there. And immediately she's like, oh, no, you're getting married there. Like, even if I give you the code to the house and the keys to the gates, you're getting married there. Don't worry about it. Everything's going to be fine. We feel your prayers. We love you guys. Thank you. So uh, over the next couple of days, he continues to gradually get better. And um, they're adamant that we go ahead and do the ceremony there. Yeah. And he, I, I feel <laughs> He and I are very similar because after being in the hospital, I'm pretty sure he's telling them, I'm going home, guys. I'm getting out of here. I, I've got some things to do. <laughs> it was one of those like, okay, you can go home if you can stand up and walk to the door. And and he's a he, strong man that <laughs> said, okay, cool. I don't care how I'm bad this hurts. I'm going to do it. Give me that walker. I will shuffle my feet across this floor. And he did it. And Stacy 
texted me and was like, he's going home. And I was like, what? Like one minute they weren't sure if he was going to live. And then the next minute they're like, you're right. You're good. Go home. So the consistent, you know, variable in this entire conversation is like, okay, here enters God. Here's God saying, I know you think you've got this one thing planned and everything else is just icing on the cake, but I want to remind you who's in control. So I'm going to take the church away for a minute. Just, just to make sure that you guys are, are doing the right things, making the right decisions that you, that you're doing things for the right reasons. And then, God stays right there to make sure that Ryan's okay. Right. Like that's 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 how I look at it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, man, how amazing is is God in all of this? And so okay, now we know Ryan's okay. Yes. We know Stacy and the girls are good. All right. So it's back to, you know, well you're going to do it at this church. You're going to do it here. And so Wednesday No, no, no. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> we are six days and counting to our wedding day. Yes. When I say we've got to drive to Texas. We've got to drive to Nakona. No, hold on, because we got something in the mail right before that. Didn't we? Go ahead. Oh, yeah. No. I thought we got them when we were in Kansas City. Because remember, we got them while we were gone, and we were like, all this time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We, we waited and waited and waited. And seven days, essentially, before the ceremony, mm-hmm. we finally get the rings. Yeah, they show up in the in the mail. In the mail. And um, Paula, Matt's mom, was like, I got this package in the mail, and I'm like, put it in the safe room. Don't let anyone <laughs> in there. You know, and I'm just like... Our luck. I said, don't leave them in the car. Don't like. And we're stressing. We want to. We want to get them. We want to try them on. We want to make sure everything thing fit. fits because that's like we've it's we've worried important. about it. Yeah, you know, you order your wedding bands online. And, and as just, we leave, I go. You know what's going to happen is those rings are going to show up while we're gone, and then we're going to stress about it all weekend. We're going to think about it and whatever. So sure enough, that's what happens. Yes, we get home Monday. The rings. We go to the safe room. The rings fit. They're. Perfect. more than perfect like, like uh, yeah and again as this soon is where, as as soon as i put it on and it fit and i saw it i was like why did i stress about this it so was much so like, worth the wait so i mean preston with b barjay did outstanding absolutely. like more than i could have ever loved it and it was better than i ever imagined and i was like Oh, why did I stress so long about this? Like it worked out and they are absolutely perfect. And I'm so, so thankful. Yeah. And so we can't say thanks enough to, to Preston because yeah, they, they are beautiful. Yes. And you guys have have probably seen them. We've posted them. We're going to post them again just because we're that couple that likes to, (laughs) you know, I promise you, you'll see my wedding rings for the next hundred years. So So on Monday, exactly one week out. We, go we the have the rings. Oh, no, no. We have the rings. And I say Tuesday, six days out, we've got to go to Texas. So we jump in the car and we drive to, we're driving towards Nakona and Bowie. And at this point, it's less than a week. Man, I hope everything fits. Click swings by and grabs the boots at Finolio. We go to Bowie, Texas to the American hat companies, HQ. We, we visit with all them. They have hats for me 
and every guy that's going to be attending the wedding, which is a very short list. But yeah. our preacher, Nate, mm-hmm. never worn a cowboy hat in his life. So I get to get him his first cowboy hat. The sheriff is going to walk Megan down the aisle, which is a guy that Megan had been extremely close to. Jim Biker. He was the sheriff that I was under sheriff for in Colorado. He's retired since, but we just still call him sheriff because that's what I've always called him forever. Um, He was the sheriff as long as I was a cop and he was the sheriff I was under sheriff for. And I mean, him and his wife, Kim, are our family love them like a mother and father. And when, when I brought Matt home to Colorado, they were the two that I wanted him to meet because they were so important to me. And so they know Matt and they love Matt. And as soon as we got engaged, uh, sheriff said, well, just tell me when I'll come give you away. And I said, okay. And so I said, I I hope you mean that because I'm going to need you. And so they came down for the wedding and, Walk and, me down the aisle. And I'll get back to them in a minute because they're going to play a surprise important role in, in the weekend leading up to it. But So we go to Texas. We get the hats. We see Cody, Katie, Keith. They they shape them for us and get us set, and which, again, guys will understand this is such a special thing to, to me because now all of a sudden we've got hats that say the date and West Wedding, and they've got, you know, our preacher Nate has – not only his first hat, but it's got his name in it. You know, sheriff, I get to give the sheriff, you know, a, a new hat. My dad had said, you want me in a hat? You don't want me in a hat. Whatever you guys want, that's what we'll do. And so American makes a hat for my dad, and it's got his name in it and has the date, our wedding, West wedding and everything. And so I am very big on there's things in life that, like, you'll just keep forever and so that hat that I got to give to my dad on my wedding day is something that I know, I know it's going to be special to him, but it's something that I'm going to keep forever and God willing, hopefully we'll someday end up giving that to grandkids or whatever in my brain. That's just going to be a piece of family history that stays with us for forever. So, Let's recap. We've got the rings, finally. We've got the hats. We pick up the boots. Everything fits. The next piece of the equation are the belts. And uh, I get my belt from Jake. It shows up. It's cool as, as ever. Nothing less than what I expected from him and his work. Megan's belt happens to arrive. And so... Now we've we've essentially got all of the pieces of the puzzle, and now it's just okay. We got to keep it a secret for three or four more days. No big deal, right? No big deal. No big deal. We're going to Oklahoma City, and it's the last event before we get married. We're actually going to get married about an hour outside of the city, but it's easy. We're just going to show up. We're going to go to work, and then Monday we'll go. We'll do our thing. Bad news is Sheriff and Kim, unfortunately, had lost a, a member of their family and a, a dog that was very, very special. And so to avoid complete breakdowns, they said, we're just going to we're going to clear our heads. We're going to leave early. We're going to drive to Oklahoma and we'll just spend the whole weekend with you guys. 
And I was like, great. Like, I, I would love to see y'all. Let's do it. You know, thinking this is perfect. This is just what they need. I love when people get to come to events and see Matt at work. I'm, you know, I'm super excited for, him the, for them to see um, him work. And they are Western sports fans. They're bull riding fans. So they're like, absolutely, this is going to be a blast. So they show up. They come to the event. They're, you know, hanging out, going to dinner with us at the hotel. And it dawns on us. People are going to start to ask, who are these people? And when we tell them, well, what are they doing here? Oh, Just everybody's going to find out that we're getting married on Monday. And it's tough because we have a lot of friends in Oklahoma City, a lot of family. And I'm like, well, they can't sit with me. Like, I can't see any of them because they're going to ask who Kim and Sheriff are. And then what am I going to say? I'm like. So basically, Megan is admitting to being a complete jerk the yes. entire weekend of Oklahoma City. I mean, everyone that texted me, all the wives and girlfriends, like even Smash was like, yo, homie, where are you at? I'm like, I'm not going to read that because she's going to see <laughs> I read that text. And I'm like, I don't want to see her because so I don't want to lie to anybody. You were more comfortable with being looked at as a complete I had to, jerk I had to take and that terrible gamble. friend than you were having to. I had to take that gamble. It was tough you. because I'm like, I can't sit with Smash the whole time and lie to her. I'm yeah. like, so I'm just not going to read that text. I'm like, it's fine. And then Kate Harrison is like, hey, um, Daniel's not here this weekend. My grandma has Hayes. Do you mind like hanging out with us all weekend and helping out with Hayes? And I'm like, sure. Absolutely. I'm like, Absolutely. You know, and I, I mean, obviously I, I would love to, but now I'm like, okay, how am I going to explain Sheriff and Kim to and so all these people? I had a couple people ask me, well, you know, they just came from Colorado and I said, so I have this... Like, I can't just lie to people, and so I'll tell part of the truth. And so my answer to everybody this weekend that's listening was, well, they lost their dog earlier this week, and they needed to kind of just clear their head, and so they drove to Oklahoma. They're here watching the event and hanging out with us. That's not a lie. No. That's just not the full truth. Yes. It's just... Matt and I had to have a little like eye contact face to face conversations because he goes, Kate's here. And I'm, I, I had to tell him a couple of times. I'm like, Matthew, do not cave. Yeah. Do not tell anybody because it's literally an hour away and people will show up. We cannot have people showing up. <laughs> you cannot tell anybody you need to stay strong. Like, and he's like, we can tell Kate. I'm like, no, no, we can't like, yeah, and then I'm Kate. like, well, I can I can tell Cody, I can tell Smash, like <laughs> no, no, like stay strong, like we're almost. I just there. felt so bad, Same. like That's I didn't want I anybody. Everybody, <laughs> I didn't want anybody thinking that that we were hiding anything. And from then them. mind but you, we were, we were hiding the whole thing. And then mind you, Click shows up. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. okay, Click now we have Click and my family from Colorado. I'm like, people are gonna be like, nice try, nice try, Matt and Megan. We've got you figured out. So anyways, we make it through the weekend, and um, this might sound crazy to some people, but we are pretty traditional, and Sunday night rolls around, and we're like, let's let's oh, go. hold on. I was like, this is perfect. Sunday night, we'll right. all go to That's dinner. That's where I'm going. Oh, yeah. It's okay. to dinner. So, so, so Sunday night rolls around, and it's like me and Megan, Sheriff and Kim, and, and Click, and, and we're going to go to dinner, and we're going to talk about... The plan, the plan for the following day and how we're gonna, you know, how we're gonna do make a this verbal wedding, wedding rehearsal. Yep. 
just kind of talk through how the day is going to go yes. and everything. And so there lies an issue. Uh, During the event, at some point, Click finds one of his students from his recent photography clinic shooting at the PBR. And so they start talking after the event's over. They kind of link up. We're all walking together. We end up in the lobby. We're talking about going to dinner. We run into Kate Harrison. Kate's like, hey, I'd love to go to dinner with y'all. You know, I said, I think we're just going to go with the family over here. You know, me being a jerk again, telling Kate no. And, um, and I'm like, okay, it's fine. So at some point I tell Matt, I said, Hey, let's run up to the room and we'll be right back. I tell everyone else, you know, I'm like, y'all stay in the lobby. We'll be right back. So we go up to the room and I tell Matt, I said, we have got to get rid of everybody so we can plan this. Like, and you so know, Megan's in full the structure plan ahead type A personality in me is like, get rid of everybody. We have to plan this wedding. Like, and not me. I'm like, oh, we'll make it work. It's fine. So I, I text click. I said, hey, no offense. Your friend is awesome, but we need to talk wedding stuff at dinner. So he's got to go. So Braden, if you're listening to this, Megan tried to get rid of you. She basically tried to off you so, on Sunday night. So click goes, uh, no worries, except for we've picked up someone else and i said so i'm like what do you mean and by this time we're walking we're, we're in the elevator going back downstairs we get off the elevator we walk out Keyshawn whitehorse is sitting with our group and he's sitting there and he's got this look on his face and i'm like i look at him and he goes can i go to dinner with y'all and i'm like Yes. Sure. We love you. We love you know, and I'm like, you can't tell him no. You know, I'm like, Braden, let's go. Let's all let's all because go to you dinner. Can't, you can't say, guys, we're we're trying to yeah, what do you talk say? through our wedding tomorrow. <laughs> nope. Because Megan has sworn everybody to secrecy. So, so I send like, yeah, a group text out to all of the wedding people and I say, Nothing about the wedding at yeah. dinner. We'll plan later. We're all gonna go to dinner. So we walk around downtown Oklahoma city, find some place that holds 47 people for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) And we all have a great dinner together. It was super fun. Food was great. Great fellowship. We have, you know, Keyshawn sits with Sheriff. They have good conversations. Like Braden tells a story. Like it it was a good night. It was a a great night with great, great people. And and it's funny now looking back, like I can't imagine having the night before without Braden and Keyshawn. Yeah. I, I just they like, know they, they were part of no our wedding. Idea. They <laughs> were part of our wedding, wedding rehearsal. rehearsal. Yeah, <laughs> and so um, yeah, just it just worked. It's funny how like again like and things then, are yeah. just and I'm just like happen. okay, we don't need to plant like whatever. So we end up like Matt said, we're very traditional. We decided to stay apart. Different hotels. Di- yeah, different hotels. Um, Sunday night, and so we we go to our hotel room, get Matt's stuff. We go to the separate hotel where Sheriff and Kim, Matt and Click are all now staying. Mm -hmm. And I'm staying in the original host hotel by myself. Where we've been. And so we go over and we kind of brainstorm um, a little bit, just kind of plan it out, that kind of thing. That night, Stacy calls, you know, we're on the phone with her going through, you know, some stuff, making it all plan out. Everything's good just feel confident and comfortable and happy and excited. I, I tell myself, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to sleep tonight. I got to take like nighttime Advil or something to make myself sleep tonight. Cause there's no way I'm going to sleep tonight. I'm so excited. Did you? Yeah. You went to sleep? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I 
slept hard. I was like, that yeah. was awesome. I'm glad one of us did. I made Click come over and sit with me, and, we, and Click and I just sat and visited for a while and and talked about how cool things were going to be the that, following day. And, and Matt and I are different in that way. Like when I feel like stressed or anything big's coming, I like to be by myself. I told, I knew I wanted that hour and a half drive from the hotel to the wedding venue by myself. I didn't want anyone with me. I wanted to drive myself, listen to my music, talk to God, do all that stuff alone. That's just who I was. I went and picked up my flowers by myself. Like Sheriff and Kim were behind me, you know, driving separately. But I was like, I need that time alone. Where Matt was like, nope, I need someone with me. I need someone to drive. I need to be busy. So Click hangs out with me. We, we sit, we visit, whatever. I'm starting to get tired. He He's tired. So he goes to his room. And I lay there and I toss and I turn and I cannot sleep and I turn the TV to different channels and I, I watch all the there's garbage on TV. I can't find anything I want to watch. And so I'm I'm looking at the clock and it's twelve thirty and I'm fast forward and it's one o'clock and I've I've turned the lights off, I've turned the lights on, I've turned the TV off, I've turned it back on. And then finally at like one thirty I look and on aid any or whatever, there's this new show where uh, old pro wrestlers are going back and trying to find some of their hooked. Yeah, some of their some of their old memorabilia, and so I'm like, yes, at least now I've got something to keep me occupied while I'm awake. And it takes all of about twelve seconds for me to pass out. <laughs> the 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 moment I find something that I'm like, okay, I can dive into this, kill some time. Nope, I crash. Let's go to the wedding day. I wake up, and it's early. And I immediately. What time text, did you wake up? Honestly, I think it was like six. Okay, that's uh, the time I woke up. And I text Click, and I'm like, "Yo, you time up? to roll. <laughs> Get on. Time here. to roll. Like we got things to do. We, I, I had already told him, like, look, man, you you're going to the gym with me on my wedding morning, whether you like it or not. I don't care if you just sit around. I don't care if you go in a locker room and take a nap." But you're going to the gym because uh, I have to work out and burn some energy and kind of just go through my normal routine. So we get up at six, we head to the gym, we go get a workout in. And I, I knew that I had, we, we had ordered some new hats for the gym, just happened to be ready It'll on our wedding city. day. And so they're like, can you pick them up Monday? And I'm like, sure, I got nothing else to do. Why not? So. So we're working out and they text me and they're like, hey, it's probably going to be another like, I think it was 30 minutes or an hour or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, okay, no problem. Yeah, I can just keep working out, whatever. So I keep working out. Finally, when it's time for them, they're they're ready. Click and I leave. We go pick up the new West Fit hats. Head back to the hotel to shower and everything. Um, and then we go, we start getting ready. And then we finally get ready and we head towards the church. Your morning? I woke up at six. I decided it kind of depended on the weather and things like that. But I ended up deciding that um, I was going to um, get ready at the hotel. I was going to do my hair and makeup at the hotel because... The planner in me is like, just in case there's like some wreck or something on the highway and we're stuck for hours, I want to be ready. And so I ended up getting up, just kind of taking my time, um, showered and did my hair at the hotel. I did most of my um, 
makeup at the hotel and then Sheriff and Kim were, you know, they were like excited, you know, Kim texts me and she's like, we're up, we're coming over and we're going to help you until you, you know, get ready, whatever. I said, okay. So they come over. I kind of finish up around the hotel room packing that kind of stuff and hair and makeup. Um, and then we, um, get in the car and head towards the venue. I knew that I needed to stop in one of the small towns to get flowers because, um, another issue that I ran into was, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not from that area. So I was looking for florists to just make a bouquet for me, but every florist I called when I told them, I'm like, Hey, I need, um, flowers for a wedding April 19th. They almost hung up on me because they were like, you know, like, cause it was like the week before and they're like, you know, they would all gasp and I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like before you freak out, it's just one bouquet. That's all I need. Um, very simple. I didn't do any kind of flowers on the pews or decoration or anything like that. I wanted a very simple flower arrangement. And so I finally found one because not to mention it's prom season, apparently. Yeah. I, I forgot about. Something we had never even thought so about. So every flower company I called was like, well, we're out of flowers. We can't do it. We can't do it. We can't do it. So I find this little tiny flower shop in Seminole. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Seminole. Seminole, Oklahoma. It's between Oklahoma City and Wewoka, where the church is. So I drive. You know, we get in the car. We drive. I'm listening to Miranda, just singing my heart away, praying. Sun's shining. Beautiful weather drive myself to the flower shop, go in. Um, mind you, I'd never seen the flowers. I didn't really know what I was going to get. I'd send them some ideas off of Pinterest and they're like, oh yeah, we can figure it out. We get there and they have a bouquet ready and it's gorgeous. It is, um, I don't even know what's in it, honestly. A bunch of wildflowers, some thistle, really cool. which are like noxious weeds, you know, but I wanted some blue thistle in there to pull from for the blue jeans. Basically, like, they were like, this girl wants this done in like a couple of days. Let's go to the pasture yeah, and pull they, a bunch yeah. of weeds. I really think that they did. Um, no, they said they called a bunch of flower wholesalers to find all this stuff and they got it. Whatever it was, it was it, it was Yeah, awesome. it was absolutely perfect. And I was like, this is awesome. Um pick up the flowers, head towards the church. Something in me just said, you know, I should probably see where Matt's at because it would really suck if we all pulled up here together at the same time because, you know, we're not supposed to see each other. Turns out we were like three miles behind you. Yeah. We, we, we had no idea. We had not talked. All morning. We had, we had just planned. like text. We hadn't talked. I hadn't heard his voice, anything. So I just happened to call him and he's like, hey, what are you doing? I said, I'm driving. Um to the church and he goes, Oh, where are you? And I said, well, it says I'm seven minutes away. And he goes, Oh, okay. I should probably slow down. Cause like I'm nine minutes away. And I'm like, Oh no. I'm like, okay. I said, let me get in there, get my stuff and get in and settled. Um, right. and then you can come. And so literally I'm walking inside. So across the street from the little church, is where Stacy and Ryan live and they have a feed store and a photography business and where they live right there in one spot. And so it's, it's where we're going to get ready for yes. the day and so is what she's trying to I'm say. I'm basically walking in their front door and I look out the door and I see Click's truck and I'm like, oh, there's Matt and Click. I'm like, oh no, 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 no. And so I, you know, run in the house. So I've ducked my head knowing that we're getting ready to drive by and like, I don't want to see her. I do, but I don't, you know, and all that stuff. And so I'm like, Click, just keep driving. I'm going to duck my head and just, just, just pass everything and we'll, we'll keep going forward. So I duck my head 
He's like, oh, yeah, there she is. And we just keep on driving. <laughs> so I grab my dress, my boots, my hair and makeup stuff to do touch-ups, and I go in and shut the door. And I'm like, 30 seconds later, I'm like, okay, y'all can come. But here's how my brain works. <laughs> in this whole few minutes in this process, I'm like, well, there's a Walmart like 12 miles down the road. Let's just go there. And time to get settled. We'll give her a few minutes to get settled. Me thinking, I don't want to rush her. I want her to be able to take time, get, and I'm thinking everybody's going to want to see her. Everybody's going to say hi and all this stuff. So let's just run the 12, 15 minutes into Walmart, into town, go to Walmart, and then we'll come back. Like an hour later, <laughs> I'm like texting him. I'm like, hey, babe, um, where are y'all? Because... Uh, I can't start getting ready yet because Click needs to take pictures of like the jewelry, the boots, the bouquet. I thought it was important to get snacks. <laughs> I, I thought. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like we're just hanging out waiting. I mean, I think I put on 16 layers of makeup because I just kept doing my makeup and kept curling my hair and kept hairspraying, waiting for Matt to show up so we could like move forward. And finally, and we got they, there. yeah, finally they show up. And I brought you goldfish. He brought me snacks. And Rice Krispie treats, yeah, and all and the it good was stuff, all the things I needed to fuel my wedding day because I was like, I was dragging, I hadn't ate yet. I was like, I just need a Diet Dr. Pepper, <laughs> <laughs> like that's all. And so they brought food and they showed up and they click got to work and Stacy got to work. And I mean, it felt like at the time it was kind of dragging, but I look back now and I'm like, that day flew by, yeah, flew by. We got ready. Um, everyone was there. It was perfect. Um, the weather was perfect. Mm -hmm. I, I want to do another episode with Ryan and Stacy eventually about like, cause, cause like Ryan took me out for the first time to see the church and, mm -hmm. and it was just, and it's literally out in the middle of their pasture. They had to put hot wire up to keep the cows out, um, to let that grass around it grow, to make the pictures pretty, you know, things like that. Um, we we drove there on four wheelers and side by sides to get to it um, through a couple locked gates. Like it was perfect and it was amazing. And um, so when we got to the day, um, we we took the pictures. We we did a first look. A lot of people were you know ah oh, don't do a first look. But we decided me Matt and Click kind of decided after a conversation to do a first look because we really thought. Matt was going to be super emotional. Yeah, we thought Matt would have a full breakdown. Yeah, full-blown meltdown. And so I'm like, if we can get some of the emotion and tears out during the first look, it might make the ceremony go a little smoother. And, and myself included. Yeah, I thought we all agreed. And so... Um, you know, they said, you know, they said, you know, Matt's at the church waiting. Megan, when you're ready, let's go. Um, we drove out there. They dropped me off. I walked over. It was just me. Click and Matt and Nate, and Nate our, preacher. our preacher, and we one of the things that I one of the things that I was kind of adamant about was before we did this first look, and like she's on one side of the wall, I'm on the other side of the wall. I wanted Nate to just stop, and I wanted us to stop everything we were doing and just mm -hmm. take a minute and just pray the two of us, like mm -hmm. and, and do that really before we saw each other mm -hmm. and and just kind of pray over the relationship, the day, the people, like just, just everything. And so, so Nate did that for us. We have hands on either side of the wall so, and Nate prayed over us and prayed for our marriage. And, yeah. and I felt this like overwhelming calm yeah. and I, where, where seconds before this, I had been fighting off just a full 
cry. Like, and I mean like boohoo belly cry and ugly face cry. I'd been fighting it off and Click had been trying to help me fight it off because he he knows me and he yeah. was like, let's talk politics or let's yeah, talk yeah, yeah. this or that or whatever. And so I I avoided that. And then once we did that prayer, I like had this overwhelming peace come over me. And then when I turned and saw Megan, she was the most stunning thing I'd ever seen in my life. And I mean, when I say that like like the word beautiful doesn't even scratch the surface of mm-hmm. what I saw that day. And I mean, you guys have seen the pictures. Click, uh, I think did Click tell you like it's the yeah, right dress? Yeah, he's like, yeah, it's it's the right dress, and he's like, you're gonna cry, you're gonna cry because Click, Man. you know, Click saw me before he did photos. Like he saw me first. He's like, I'm I'm fighting off a, a breakdown, so yeah, you don't even try, don't even try to hold back. You're gonna lose it. So and um, Matt cried a little yeah, bit. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, absolutely. he was he was, but not near to the effect. No. of flow like everybody thought. Yeah, I, was I really thought it was going to be a lot worse than that. But it was perfect. I mean, we both. I think it goes back and to why cried and he looked amazing. It was the first time I got to see him, and I was just like, "This is like the day was perfect." It was more than I could have ever imagined. People have asked about out. our vows. Did we did we write our own vows? We we actually went with some very traditional mm-hmm. vows, thinking that it was going to be hard enough for me to just repeat something somebody else said or or to say I do because because if you'll remember on our engagement. I couldn't even ask her to marry me. He couldn't say I the words. I was speechless. And so we fully expected that to happen again. Yeah. So we planned to just do very traditional, traditional. repeat after yeah. me kind of vows. But we researched it. Nate did a really awesome job and found some really traditional but meaningful mm-hmm. vows. And um, so we did traditional vows, which there was a couple times where it was hard for you to spit them out. Um, I had a bunch of questions about, did I cry during our vows? And I did, I think like literally it was the most calming, confident, reassuring, easiest, like three minutes. (laughs) Like, I mean, literally I don't even remember people being in the room with us. I remember Nate telling us, you know what to say, but I just remember holding your hand, looking in your eyes knowing that without a doubt this is the exactly where i'm supposed to be everything was right and so we get done with the ceremony and we go back over and 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 this is part of the reason why we you know didn't have a guest list one one of the several reasons was like we had booked flights i'd booked flights for monday night and for tuesday morning just in case we didn't make the monday night uh but we looked at the at the watch and it was like yeah, we can make it to Oklahoma City. We can get to the airport and we can get on our flight to Vegas. And so we just look at each other and it's like a thousand miles an hour through the house to get our stuff, to make sure we've got the things we need. A whirlwind of just grabbing stuff, we throwing just it in the car. Kind of like wave bye to everybody, like tell everybody. Hug and you kiss know, we, them, thank them for it, grab some food out the way. We love you, but we love our relationship. <laughs> we got to go. We, we got to go. As we drove off, everyone cheered and and clapped and whistled and sent us off, and we hit the road. And told us told and us bye. We 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 drove very fast. I Oklahoma was literally City. in the back of the car, switching stuff from different bags to different bags to to pack for a flight because. Yeah, I mean, and we got there in time. We barely made it. So we get to Vegas. We, yeah, we, we, we barely make it on time. And then we find out that our flight's delayed. <laughs> yeah. 
And I was so bummed because all I really wanted to do on the way to the airport was stop at Sonic and get food. And we did not have time. Yeah, we <laughs> And did, that we was like, oh, there's a Sonic in the airport. And I was like, oh, perfect. So we walk around the corner and there's absolutely nothing at the airport now <laughs> where the Sonic closed. used to be. Everything's closed. And so, uh, you know, because COVID. Yeah. Uh, so, so there's nothing at the airport. So we... Flight's we delayed. Get, we get delayed, which gives us a... Much needed time to sit and breathe, <laughs> honestly, breathe. to breathe, to, you know, just kind of recap at this point. By this time, Click has already sent us probably 30 or 40 shots. 29. 29. 29 in the pictures first Pictures from the day that he was like, here's, because we wanted, we knew it was a secret and whatever. So we wanted a really good shot to just post, post and announce you know, surprise, and we got married. Um, and so Click sent us pictures. We picked one. Um, we posted it. I changed my name on all the social handles. <laughs> uh, we posted it. We got on a flight and flew to Vegas. And shout out to the South Point. It's one of our favorite places in the entire world because, again, Ryan, uh, the GM out there, Ryan Ground, he's a dear friend of ours. And we show up and we check in. We walk to the end of the hall. We have just an amazing suite that's yeah. I mean, as something big as our house. I never thought I would ever um, step foot in, let alone claim as my honeymoon suite for the weekend or which, for the week. Which made our honeymoon even more exciting. Knowing us, you guys know us. Like we, we're not partiers. We're not like crazy. So we needed a big room to just lay around and sleep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the day after our wedding, Megan did not get out of bed until 1130 in the morning, which is like one o'clock Oklahoma time. Yeah, It's 130 Oklahoma time. I actually, needed, so. um, apparently I needed some sleep. Apparently there was a lot more stress that she needed to sleep off. <laughs> we woke up early like normal. I woke up at like five o'clock and I was like, I'm hungry. And so we ordered room service. We ate and I passed out bless his heart i think matt sat there for hours and watched me sleep and snore while he watched like murder mysteries and friends and it was the best day ever and i finally just oh he was sneezing or something and i woke up and i'm like what time is it i'm like oh my gosh it's 11 30 yeah like what why did you let me sleep like she needed it the world so we went up we got up and went to the gym yeah, we went to the gym and basically our honeymoon, as exciting as everybody probably thinks it is, we, we hiked, we went to we're the gym, we, we to joined the, pool. the Dragon's Lair, Flex Lewis's gym, um, we went to the pool, we ate, that's about it. It was pretty pretty consistent. Spent a lot of time together routine. in our awesome suite and... We just got to be together. It was together. absolutely amazing. No no plans, no agenda, no stress, no worries, and it was exactly what we needed. That's why like, you know, we didn't make reservations. We didn't do much of we anything. We didn't tell anybody we, we were there. We started posting that we were in Vegas and and Matt has some friends and stuff in Vegas and they're like, "Oh, you're in Vegas?" Like, yeah. Yeah, so to all of our friends that are in Vegas, sorry. We'll catch you next time. Yeah. I mean, we love you guys, but we'll catch you next time. I mean, yeah. So, it was absolutely perfect i would not change i know at first matt was kind of like i really don't want vegas to be our honeymoon like it's not a honeymoon it's not you know because like we go to vegas so much but then when we were there and and we did what we did it was like this was perfect this was absolutely perfect we didn't miss any work we went straight from work to our wedding to our honeymoon back to work honeymoon part one flew to nampa out of vegas and and if you ever i mean you think about it 
perfect honeymoon destinations. Nampa, Idaho's got to be up there on the list somewhere. No, maybe not. It's fun. It was a great weekend. Though. Yeah, like, Nampa was, was a, fun. That crowd uh, was so fun. Incredible event. It, like, honestly, I got I to gotta be honest. I, I had some hesitations on the Nampa event because I thought, ah, uh, really going to kind of bring the week down because the week had been perfect. And I could not have been more wrong. The Nampa People. event was just the icing on the cake to a perfect week. We, I mean, we were blessed to be back with our road family and everyone was so happy for us and just so excited. Not a single person was like, hey, you know, thanks for the invite. Yeah. You know, like, everybody was so happy. So for us. happy. And so, I mean, we heard congratulations hundreds of times and, and I loved and every okay. single second of it from random fans to really amazing people and friends and staff and it was just it was awesome yeah, and it, it was still it was is i mean week. i'm living i'm still living on a high from it we came home yesterday first time as walking in our front door as a married couple mm. still yeah. in the honeymoon phase we had our first workout this morning as a married couple yeah no well, at home yeah, at yeah. westfit yeah we had our <laughs> and so yeah i mean it's like this is life and I'm so excited and blessed. So and for everybody that thinks that like once you get married, like things change, like I, I, I personally, I don't think that and everybody's like, well, check back with me 30 years, years from yeah. now. You know, okay, that's fine. Like, yeah, I will. I can't wait. I can't be same. Because it's like every day gets better. And I'm excited to go start the name change process. Yeah. Getting we, everything changed. So if anybody's so got any tips on that, yeah, hit us any up. Any tips or y'all work in social security office, TSA pre, any kind of that that can help us out. There's a lot of stuff I There's, have to change. You don't realize how much there is to change. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's been amazing. What else? Anything else? I Speaking just, of name changes, I know that now you have a new name on Instagram. Yes. And the, correct me if I'm wrong, but no underscores. No underscores. Oh, hallelujah. There's lots of periods, though. There, <laughs> like, there's just two, right? Right, but there was just two. No, there was three no, underscores. There, no, there was a bunch of random ass <laughs> underscores on your Instagram it's name. It's Mrs. Dot Megan dot West. MRS dot Megan. M E G A N dot W E S T. That's way better than your last one. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the old Megan Wests were taken. I was getting worried. It was like my fifth try. And I was like, oh man, these are all taken. Like, what am I going to do? And then I was like, oh, I'll try this. And then it said change. And I was like, oh, okay, that's it. Like, nice. Yeah. M- Mrs. Dot Megan dot West. I'm That's still it. boring old at Matt L West. <laughs> still boring Matt L West. Um, no, just I just I mean I think we've talked about all the amazing people that helped us make our wedding amazing, and um, literally so many people have come up to us and said if I could do it over again, I would do it just like that. Yeah, like so, um, I'm so 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 in love with our wedding day, and I cannot wait for same what life has for us. Love you. Same. Um, are you talking to me or yes. the people listening? Oh, I love you too. Um, <laughs> no, I just like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad the story's out there now. I'm glad that people understand, <clears throat> excuse me. It's not COVID. I'm glad that people understand why we were so secretive about it and why we kind of kept it close to the vest and, and didn't tell anybody now. Um, and to everybody that has sent us the congratulations to everybody that has prayed for us through this whole process to everybody that has 
liked a photo or sent us a message or texted or called, and I haven't returned them because I'm horrible at it, even pre-marriage and, and all that stuff. So Thank you. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Truly. It means, from, it means the world to us. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. And if you listen to this podcast all the way to this point. Thank you. <laughs> you you are really a You're friend. You're a real MVP. <laughs> You're really a friend because we could talk about our wedding and this whole process for days, days on end. Yeah. There's there's so many things I know we left out and, and we missed little steps along the way, but you we'll know, post that's... a picture and like tag everybody in it, like from the boots, the belts, the hats, the dress. Um, I got my dress online, Lulu weddings, and it was, you know, I'll, I'll tag them all. Um, got questions about my bathing suit. Um, I found that on Etsy. Like they did awesome custom suit. Got a, in a couple days, like yeah. just little things like that. Like everybody, that's been the big questions. You know, tell us about this venue. Tell us about the booths. They, yeah, you know, the venues things, on so. social media. We'll tag them. Like, yeah, yeah. The boots are Finolio, just like everything else I wear. So, um, yeah. Again, guys, just thank you. You know, I, we get to the end of these podcasts, especially if they're like emotional or sentimental, and I just kind of drag it out. So, I, I guess the gist of what we're saying is like, now you know why everything's been so secretive. Now you know why. Um, we, we haven't really told anybody until after it was over. And, and a lot of people would give us crap and say, oh, yeah, like you're going to get married and us not know. Yeah, you're right. We That's did. exactly what just happened. <laughs> so um, we made it a week. We're still going strong, babe. Woo! We're still going strong. We made it a full week. Thank you guys again for checking out the podcast. If you haven't already hit the subscribe button, make sure you do that. Uh, leave us a review. Let, Let us know, us what, know you what you think. Yeah, let us know what you think of this episode. Be honest. Be um, honest. Um, let us know what you think of the wedding hit us up on social media again we're always we we try to be super accessible so um thank you guys for listening thank you guys for being friends thank you guys for following along and being a part of our journey we love you more than you'll ever understand or appreciate you inspire us to be better people every single day and hopefully that we can do that for some as well anything else just uh, make sure to follow us on social. Follow the gym on social yeah. because I'm looking at some new merch right now that's about ready to hit the site. So, getting ready to post all that at WestFit. Okay, it's our small business that we continue to just love to death at Phil at Shop Phil Rich. Yes, on Megan's Boutique as well. So, um, yeah. Again, if you guys want to continue to be a part of the journey, make sure you follow us on social. Hit us up. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Don't forget every day is an opportunity to get better, and we'll see you next time. Bye.